Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babe? It's been a hot minute. A hot minute indeed. That is exactly (laughs) the right word, Bob. An absolutely bloody boiling minute. Um, Yeah, good. How are you doing? Really good, thank you. Really good. Enjoying the weather. I mean, it is hot though, but we can't complain too much because I don't know how long we've got it. I don't want to do that British thing of like just talking about the weather, but I have to because this is unbearable, Bob. I can't deal with it a moment longer. (laughs) I have a fan on me at all times. I have a constant ice drink in my hand. Well, apparently this is nowhere near what it's going to be at the weekend. We could be hitting 40. Look, long, I I, I want winter back. I'm I'm over it. This is enough. Give it a fortnight and you probably will have. (laughs) Yeah, to be fair. It was freezing about two weeks ago, wasn't it? So, Mm. yeah. Uh, but how have you been anyway, Bob? All right? Really good, thank you. Really good. Obviously, I, I've missed recording with you and missed the show. We've been away for, what is it, three weeks now? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. So good to be back. Definitely good um, to be back. But yeah, it's uh, it's just been a, a strange week with this weather, isn't it? I've been um, trying to train for it. By the way, for listeners, if it's <laughs> I have got a little a bit of a lisp going on at the minute. I've had some dental work done. You might not be able to tell, but... There's certain words I'm struggling to say. Um, so just, you're avoiding as many S's as possible. Yeah, but it seems to be that all the words <laughs> I want to say at the minute have an S in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so just in case you're thinking what's going on, that's it. what it is. But um, yeah, all good, my end, all good. <sighs> Showbiz gossip, babes. Let's oh my talk. God. Well, there's been a lot going on in the last uh, couple of weeks while we've been away. Um but I think probably top of the thing, I'm obviously obsessed with this because, as you know, Bob, Kylie Minogue is like my number one. And we love a bit of Kylie. Yeah, Kylie Wine. If you're ever looking for a new sponsor, as we've said many times before, we'll happily accept. Um, uh, yeah, Kylie and Jason, the, the, they're back on the Neighbours set and uh, for the final episode, aren't they? Uh, have you seen the picture? Seen the picture, iconic. Absolutely iconic. That they've both gone back. Um, Because I think a lot of people probably forget that that's where Kylie started. Yeah, yeah. Because she's such a superstar now. Um, But I love that they both acknowledge their roots. Mm -hmm, And um, OGs are back. And what a lovely little send off. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I've not seen the show for (laughs) years. Yeah, fair. I used to love it when I was at school. Remember yeah, me too. Over. Come back from school and watch it. I was Come back from school, bit of neighbours, bit of home in the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I'm, um, I'm intrigued to see. I'm guessing they're still together if they've come back together, because that's a strange coincidence if they've both turned up at Ramsey Street and they're not together. <laughs> well, the video that she posted like seems to indicate that they're still a couple, and I think like their daughter or their granddaughter maybe is like on the show, like in their character. Granddaughter. Char- I might, I might I be wrong with that. Imagine Kylie being a nan. Um, but the, I thought the funny thing is, is because obviously when she was in Neighbours, she was a mechanic, right? Like, and um, and you oh, know, Charlene, she was like, the mechanic, exactly. And they're obviously she's still doing that in the show, in the show now um, because she was there in a like denim jumpsuit like with a car behind. Her. I was like, oh okay, so you're you're trying to pretend that this woman's been a car mechanic for thirty five years, yeah, um, and yeah, hasn't aged a day. No, <laughs> I mean how funny. I mean it's one of them things which I guess is probably a. I mean Kylie's next level fame. Let's have it right, global. But I guess when you're an actor, actress, 
there's always that risk of when you become so high profile, is it even going to be believable? Because, I mean, if I tuned in for the finale episode, which I'm going to try and find it somehow, got mm-hmm. not seen it for 100 years, but will, to me, it's Carly Minogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she'd be playing Charlene, but it's Kylie with the wine, the bedding, the multiple yeah. albums. <laughs> yeah. Um, Worldwide tours. still just stunning. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of the same as you. I haven't watched it in years. Um, I, I think I used to watch it a little bit when I was at university, but that was 15 years ago now. So, um, uh, but I will be watching the final just because I think it's like legendary TV show, isn't it? Um, but I think it's a bit worrying for the future of a lot of soaps, really. A lot of like normal TV in general, yeah. because so few people now watch TV the way they used to. Um, and they're much more used to sort of picking and choosing. I think Neighbours is a perfect example of that. It just kind of slips away eventually. Um, yeah, because I guess with a soap especially, it's one of them, I mean, I guess diehard fans will always find a way to catch up if they want it. But because we watch TV so differently now, like yeah. we stream it, don't we? We've got the hubs, the players and all the different uh, platforms that do it. Soaps are kind of, if you miss a day, and there's a few, it's not like it's a, a series as such. So, yeah, well, I guess soaps could be in, in for a struggle. But, yeah. Um, I just we do we just watch TV different now, don't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely watch like less, like sort of sit down, like at the same time every week. Um, do you know the only program I actually do that with? This is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Antiques Roadshow on a Sunday night. I just absolutely love it. Oh, um, that's another one that gives me nostalgic vibes. Yeah, yeah. That music used to come on. Yeah, back to school. Used to give me dreads a little bit. <laughs> yeah. so I was like, oh, it means school tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm sure Little House on the Prairie was on a Sunday as well. That always reminds Possibly, me of school yeah. the next day. I mean, obviously, I'm only 21, so we're not going back that long. <laughs> Who are you kidding, um, Bob? Who are you kidding? <laughs> but talking of age, we were saying the other night, funny enough, when people say Kylie, I think Minogue. Yeah. There, there's a massive uh, percentage of the world now that thinks Jenna. Yes, yeah, very true. Um, um, I mean, no tea, no shade to, to Kylie Jenner. You know, I love a Kardashian and a Jenner. But, yeah, um, always good are, for showbiz gossip. But I think we we're of the age bit older that we we remember Miss Minogue, the Minogue, the Minogue stands. Yeah, that's us. Um, yeah. So anyway, so the finals on the 29th of July, um, and uh, I'll definitely be watching. I think there's going to be some kind of like documentary as well on Channel Five, which I'll probably have a little. Oh, little gander. Well. Yeah. What about, what about you? What, what showbiz news has uh, caught your eye, Bob? Well, teeming with the theme of shows being cancelled, unfortunately, because yeah. I'm a massive fan of the show, been on it a couple of times, and I was actually on the, the finale episode of the last series, Celebrity Juice is no more. <sighs> yeah, that's a real shame, isn't it? It's been going for a long time. It's had a good run, a really good run. Like, I remember watching that, I think, when I was at secondary school or, or college. Yeah. So that, that's been on a while um but i'm sad to see that go it was always a fun show to watch and um, to be on like it, it was one of the funnest shows um, do you know beforehand what sort of stuff they're going to set you up with or is never. it completely random <laughs> right okay no nah, you, you never really know but that's the fun of it like, even when i did because i am um, had like a guest role of being um an independent adjudicator in the right. finale of the last episode and um the, i knew obviously i was being the independent adjudicator but I didn't know I'd be taking part 
in one of the games, um, which was then tied up in ropes and spinning around in it. But that is the fun of Juice. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just think it was, it's one of them shows where it was, I remember it so clearly, like just fun and where you just see people let their hair down. No one takes themselves too seriously. Keith Lemon is hilarious, isn't he? Um, and I'm sure we'll see Lee Francis go on to, he's got an amazing career already, hasn't he? But yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's not the last we've seen of him. But um, yeah, I was a little bit sad when I saw it was the last one. Yeah, me too. I, I, I think it's, it's, again, one of those shows, actually, I would quite often watch if there was a guest on that I particularly wanted to see or something. I did go to a filming once um, of it, uh, maybe sort of probably about 10 years ago now. God, really, I'm showing my age. Was it the Holly and Fern days? Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember Sarah Harding was there as well, which is um, funny to think about. Bless her. Um, yeah, bless her. Um, uh, but it was, yeah, I do remember it being like extremely like all over the place and who kind of, you just never knew what was going to come next or like uh, who was going to have to like, you know, snog someone with a banana in their mouth or. Exactly. Or, I mean, know. how many TV shows do you see that? And it's, it's one of them things you turn up, you have a couple of drinks in your dressing room. It don't matter whose team you're on because you're all there to have fun. Yeah. And Keith Lemon is just, he's one of them people that they're interviews that, it's not like when you see someone sit down on the nose. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. seeing celebs in a very different light. Everyone's having a little drink. It's almost like a party. Yeah. And uh, it, it was a fun show. Um, so sad. But like we say, it's, it's had an amazing run. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm sure they'll be already thinking about um, other things to replace it with. Because um, I, I know we've spoken um, before, haven't we, about... Uh, Big Brother moving to ITV and all that sort of thing. And now there's also rumours that X Factor might be going to Channel 5. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's like, it's funny old, like, remember the drama that happened when um, Bake Off went from BBC One to Channel 4 and, like, it was, like, headline oh, yeah. news. It went on for days. Like, yeah, insanity. It was, like, huge. It was, like, a scandal. Yeah. Wasn't it? Was um, funny. But, like, it's funny to think of, like, X Factor sort of making a comeback. Um, I wonder if the world's sort of moved on from it now. Do you know what I mean? That sort of... Um... Well, I'm intrigued to think. I'm trying to think of when I last... Because I remember going to a few recordings and being mm. on the after show, Extra Factor. And I don't know if I'd been on Towie that long. So that's, I started that 11 years ago. So I think X Factor must be gone for... I wouldn't know where to guess. Got to be what seven, five six, years, five I think, years, yeah, yeah, something like that. And although there was social at the time, I mean, it was heavily kind of Twitter. It wasn't what social is now. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, because I always think when you look back at iconic auditions, how in this day and age of social would, especially the first couple of weeks, which I think I've said to you before on the show. I used to love the when everyone used to go into the judging room and you'd have like Sharon on there or Cheryl and yeah, yeah. Louie and Simon. And I quite like people that can't sing, um, evidently from Celebrity Karaoke. But I, I kind of find that entertaining more than someone who's incredible. Of course, when someone's amazing, you're like, wow. Yeah. I, I also used to love someone giving it a go. Um, but I wonder with social now how that would be for them. Yeah, and also that kind of nasty thing, that like Simon Cowell nasty thing, it's kind of a bit done. Yeah. Um, 
don't know. I don't know if he's like that anymore. I mean, I feel like he heavily played up to that as a yeah, that's true. anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, but if you think about it, even um, and we've had him on the show once, maybe twice. Um, Strictly's Craig. Yeah, I remember obviously watching Strictly forever in a day, mm. thinking he was kind of like the Simon Cowell of Strictly and kind of had like a bit of a sharp tongue. Mm. But when we've interviewed him, the sweetest and most loveliest man. Yeah, it could I be nicer. I think you take the role of like pantomime villain. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just, yeah, I feel like, God, it was so big, wasn't it? X Factor and all that, like back in the day. Like, yeah. um, I like, wonder how that would sit on Channel 5. But like you say, they did pick up Big Brother second time around, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, I know, I think they've got like, don't, aren't they like the people that look after like MTV and stuff now? So they've got like, they've got money. Um, so yeah, I just wonder who would be the judges and stuff. It's like a completely different world now. Like, you know, like. like I, I'm free, Simon. Um, if, you want, if you want my critique as a professional singer now. Well, yeah, um, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? I, I, I can sit on a panel. Lovely. <laughs> I would, I would like to see it, Bob. I'd be very happy to see it. Um, so maybe you could be the new Mr. Nasty. I mean, psycho, you've got the digits. Pick up the phone. <laughs> give me a call. Simon, if the paycheck's or... big enough, you'll, you'll, you'll be Mr. Simon, Nasty. Get Nasty. your people to call my people. Get your team involved. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see it. I'm, I'm here for it, yeah. I used to love Sharon on there. Yeah, she was so good. Her and Louie liked a little double act. Do you remember when they were like throwing water at each other and stuff? Like they were so funny together. Like in the because uh, wasn't she? She was on the original panel. I think. I think it was because it started just three. I think it was Simon, Louie, Sharon. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, there was Pop Idol, Pop Idol, and Pop Stars first, wasn't there? But then, yeah, X Factor. Oh, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, you, Danny I, I Minogue was actually my favourite. I really like Danny. Because allegedly, her and Sharon didn't see eye to eye, did they? I don't think that was allegedly. I think that I was. I've got to say, I don't even know why. I'm, I don't know why I'm throwing <laughs> allegedly in there because I can't say it with a lisp anyway, and I think it's common knowledge anyway. Yeah, I think they've both talked about it since. Um, yeah, yeah they weren't each other's Christmas card list. Definitely not. I don't think. Um, but yeah, we had. I mean, yeah, had a good run. So I'd be intrigued to see what they do with it. But whether or not it would be as successful as it had been on ITV. A big Saturday night show, I guess, remains what, to be seen. What about Big Brother? Would you like to see that make a return? Yeah, I don't. I, I, I would definitely like give it a watch. Um, I, what I hope they don't do is turn it into just another version of Love Island, but like based in a house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, Love Island's got its place, obviously, very successful. Um, but I like that, like going back to sort of the way it used to be, you know, where it was like more like a social experiment, which obviously was kind of went out the window quite quickly, but not constantly changing the rules and not constantly like bringing in like surprises and stuff. Like, I don't know, keep yeah. it fairly sort of straight and they can do challenges and stuff. I don't know. Just remember the, like, the first series where the biggest challenge was to look after the chickens. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, and probably undoubtedly one of the, especially press wise with the whole nasty Nick thing, one of the most spoke about, <laughs> written about, iconic things. But how funny the full turnaround, because like you say, we wouldn't want it to be like Love Island, but I remember when Love Island first came about, and not the celeb one yeah. that come before, but when it become Love Island that we know today, I remember people saying, this is just big rubbery in Spain. Yeah, 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 true, yeah, true. And, and now people would see it like that, but That's I true. would certainly love to see the celebrity one come back. 
because I that was my January, my January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Christmas was out the way and everyone was skint and waiting for the credit card bill to land on the mat, everyone loved to see him. And I mean, we've had iconic housemates on Celebrity One, like just just over the years. Yeah, and yeah. You don't want to see iconic celebrities in an house. Um, yeah, living together and seeing how they get on. And yeah, completely agree with you. Well, speaking of, of Love Island, we've actually got our, our first guest. We've got an amazing, we've got an amazing show lined up today. We've got um, two two Love Islanders, um, one from twenty nineteen, Yuande, um, coming in right now, and also Antigone, um, who was in um, the latest series, and then from a new uh, Netflix show, um, Snowflake Mountain. We've got Liam Brown on um, at the end of the show. Um, so yeah, let's get our first guest, Yuande. Hey, how are you? Uh, hello. Hey, how hello, you doing? Bye. Good. The light. I'm going to try to turn on the light. The light in my apartment is literally the worst day. I said, everyone, um, like, come on. It's literally the worst thing in the world. <laughs> you, you don't have a ring light, or the, the thing is, it doesn't even help because my MacBook, the camera is so shit. The light in my apartment is really bad. So, like the whole thing, the combination, yeah. I can't <laughs> well, you look, you look gorgeous. Nothing to worry about. How are you doing? <laughs> good. How are you? Yeah, really good. We have to first ask how the hell are you dealing with this heat? Because I am going to die within the next sort of half an hour. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm avoiding leaving my house because it's so hot. Like you go out for a little bit, and you're like, oh, this is nice, and then ten minutes later, you're like, hmm, I want to go back inside. <laughs> Well, we actually, Bob was just saying he spent like a good hour walking around Sainsbury's so that he was just keeping like get soaking up the uh, air con, you know. Oh, yeah. like, I've been walking up and down the milk and cheese aisle, <laughs> looking, at, looking at yogurt and Cravendale for about 45 minutes. It is so hot. And I think I'm the only person that's not got a fan at home. I've got like a, a handheld thing, but I, I need... I need electricity. That's the breeze going through. So, so you, so you, you've got a new book out. This is very exciting. I know. I wrote a book. I did a little thing. Wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like it's out on Thursdays. Today's Wednesday. Today's Tuesday. Yeah, out on Thursday. <laughs> and I can't believe it. Like you spend so much time, like in your own little bubble, like writing, and you never really think anyone's going to read it. Like, of course, you know, eventually. But you're just kind of more writing for yourself. And then, mm. like, now it's, like, it's crazy because, like, now it's, like, a year later and it's actually coming out. Did and you just start writing it in the end of lockdown or was it as world kind of went back to normal? It, like, it was, like, when we went back to, like, the normal-ish. It was, like, I think it was, I started officially July 2021. So it was, like, normal-ish, yeah. but not, do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, about a year ago. And how did you find it? Did you find it quite, what's the word, cathartic? Mm -hmm. A little bit, you know, it was, it was an interesting journey. I had a lot of ups and downs, I think. It was a great therapy session. It was great, great nostalgia, just like, you know, thinking back and reflecting and just like reliving a lot of moments. But it was also really hard because obviously naturally you have like writer's block and naturally certain chapters are very raw and still very hard for you to open up and write about um so yeah it was a it was a it was a journey one that I kind of enjoyed sometimes I didn't sometimes I absolutely hated my life and regretted signing the contract in the first thing <laughs> <laughs> so it's called reclaiming right yeah, it is yeah what yeah. is it what is it you're reclaiming in the book um 
I kind of say in my introduction where I'm kind of like reclaiming means so many things to like different people and their experiences and reclaiming mm. for me, it meant reclaiming an identity that I kind of lost along the way, a voice that was drowned out by the masses. Um, and it was for me, it was reclaiming my identity and everything I lost along the way. Do you, you speak? Oh, sorry, Baba. No, 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 go on, Bob. No, go on. I was just saying because you speak quite openly about your mental health, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. And do, do you think it's important to put that out there now? And because I, I'm a big believer that until more people speak about, it, and I think as as time goes on, more people are. Mm. And I think it's such a positive thing for people at home to know that so many people suffer. Yeah, and I to think- not be embarrassed about it. Yeah, definitely. When I, we always knew um, the mental health chapter was definitely going to be a chapter that was going to go in the book, but we didn't know what shape it was going to take and how open I was going to be in the book. And I remember handing the first draft to my editor and she kind of was like, "Mm, okay, um, are you sure you want to include everything in this? And because I was so open and there's a lot of stuff in my mental health chapter that I kind of haven't spoken to anyone ever about. So it was that like balance between will I, will I not? But I just felt like if you're going to write about mental health, you have to be as open as mm-hmm. can be. And mm-hmm. there's no point of like just dipping your toe in. And I think it's so important if you have a platform to be so open and so honest and be like this is my journey um and that it's I think it's the only chapter where there it's written like a dare diary moment um and it was like this is my journey I hope you can take something from it or learn from it um and like everyone has mental health issues sometime in their life absolutely 100%. Hundred percent. And do do you think that be, doing Love Island was a cause or just part of the journey or like of of, of any sort of mental health problems you had? Mm, it definitely wasn't a cause because it started way before that. Mm-hmm. I think without me knowing, it probably added a little bit on, um, which is natural because you go into the public eye. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a dramatic change in my it, life. <laughs> yeah, it's a big change. So naturally, I think if you never, you know, had mental health issues before that, it would, you know, it would naturally kind of come on soon after being exposed to millions of people um, of them having your, their opinions. So I don't think it was like a, a catalyst for anything. I think it kind of already started before that. Because that's what a lot of people say, don't they? That, that there's a, a pool of people that think, oh, reality TV brings on people's mental health. But he, people would have suffered before or might have suffered or just coincidentally because of having a platform and their life changing. So I don't think it, it's necessarily a TV show that gives you anxiety, is it? It's, yeah. it's the, the bigger picture. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people don't realise. I think people like to blame, especially reality TV, for everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. There's just a horrible stigma with reality TV, which I absolutely hate. But yeah, as you said, like a lot of people like suffer from like mild anxiety without them even knowing. And obviously, naturally, over time, like that just builds up. And then here you are. Mm. And I think as well, look, looking back in terms of how long as the bigger reality TV's got, 
in that time frame, we know so much more about mental health now. So people mm. did, might not have had a label for what they was feeling because reality TV in the grand scheme of things has only been has been about what um, 11, 15, say 15 years. Mm. So really, 15 years ago, people wasn't talking about mental health yeah. and didn't know what it was or what they were suffering with. So I think it's just a sign of the times. Actually, coincidentally, that as shows have gone on, we we found out. But I think it's, it's so good, like yourself, when people talk about it because mm. so many people do struggle, especially because of the craziness of the last two years as well. Yeah. So many people that have never suffered before have got, whether it's anxiety or depression now, um, and adapting to the no normal. Mm. Yeah, definitely, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Um, yeah. And, I just wanted to quickly say, talking of yeah. reality TV, just moving on a little bit away from that, how do you find it now dating after oh. being on TV and having a profile? <laughs> honestly I don't even know how it's even gotten worse you think that like with a couple of followers and people knowing who you are it would be so much better and my dms would be flooded and it's just not the case like I think it is I just think it's so hard because I think with industry like everyone kind of knows everyone and like it's just such a small circle and even with like the dating apps like it's just it's just shit and you don't even know like if people like like you for you or they like you because you're on telly or you know certain people so like you're just like more like anxious about everything and like I don't know it's just shit <laughs> I think it's shit sometimes people might find it like intimidating though because you're you've got like a level of fame but like do you know what I mean like an average Joe yeah. might not want to might you know what I mean? I don't know. I get that, but not everyone knows who you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, true, true. That's true. Job, not everyone's going to know who I am. So it's like, how come no one's approaching me? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know. It's just a nightmare. What because... are you looking for in anyone that you might you might? What's be? your ideal type on paper? My ideal type, my type on paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't had that question in a long time. Um... Just like someone who's like genuine, makes me laugh, tall, you know, not bad on the eye. I feel like <laughs> I didn't ask for much, you know. Just a nice, genuine guy who has he, morals. He sounds a bit of me. <laughs> <laughs> if you find him and he's got a brother, <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> do you think that you'd do any other sort of big like TV shows? Um, I, do you know what? I don't, I don't know if I would, I think it would like depend on the sort of show it is, mm. um, but I just don't know if, if I would, I don't know. Do you think you just want to kind of focus more on the sort of books and the influencers sort of things now and the, the things you can try and change or? I think I just want to, ex I don't want to like put myself in a box now that I've written a book, I think everyone's going to be thinking I'm going to be bringing out like multiple books and it's like it JK Rowling yeah <laughs> everything out of me to write this one singular book I love writing but like I'm not gonna be like you know banging out books left right and center I just want to explore different things like if something down the tv um right came through and I liked it I do it if something writing came up and I liked it I do it clothing makeup I think I'm just not sticking myself into a box and I'm just like exploring the industry like whatever comes up if I like it I'll do it you know 
in terms of coming off of a reality show, it's something I've spoke about for years now, and I'm always intrigued when I speak to other people that kind of get it. Yeah. How did you find social media? Have you come up against trolls? Is there a negative side you find, or have you kind of been? I think I was. All right. Yeah, I think I was lucky enough when I came out to be quite okay. Obviously, there was a few here and there, you know, people in your DMs always love to, you know, give you a few comments here and there. But I think for me, like, when I came out, it was so important. And even still now, out of sight, out of mind. Because what you find is when you're reading those comments, you kind of internalise a lot of them without you kind of knowing and you carry it on and it affects you along the way and that kind of happened to me when I came out I internalized a lot of things that people were saying without without even knowing so now I just block delete move on try not to think about it um and honestly out of sight out of mind is what I, I just do because yeah I just I just can't waste time just dwelling and thinking about all the negative things that people are saying about you or me and you touched upon dms obviously that when you get trolls in your dms yeah bit more positive now <laughs> uh, who's in the dms have you had any Nobody. Um, <laughs> come on anyone we might know I like, I like to call it blue tick dick <laughs> have you had any blue tickers in the old dm <laughs> there, there's a few but they're just not for me that's the problem the people i want never want me do you know what i mean it's just yeah just... i hear you babe i hear you amen is, yeah amen for <laughs> that <laughs> i feel you i hear you I am, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you had the best of luck with the book. I mean, it's uh, when you say it comes out Thursday. Yeah, it comes out Thursday. Yeah. Amazing. So, best of luck with it, and um, and uh, hope it brings you all the success you you deserve. Oh, thank you so much. Thank, thank you so much for speaking thank to you us. Thank you for joining us. Take care, darling. Bye. 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 Hi, Andy. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for joining us. Can I just say I'm obsessed with this seat that you're sitting in. Loving it. My little egg chair by my window. Where is it from, by the way? Um, I'm from North London, Vinchley. No, the, the egg chair. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> I know it's actually garden furniture. But I saw a really cute like Pinterest thing where someone had one in their room, and then I was like, I mean, I'll find where it's from. I can send it to you. <laughs> Thank you, babe. So I'm in the moment of uh, trying to just get bits, odds, and sods of furniture. And, yeah, um, I feel you. Yeah, when I see a guest that's got something I like, like this head chair, I have to ask. Oh so yeah, you've asked. Oh, you've had. You've asked for light, light about a lamp. Cushions. Yeah, yeah the other week was a lamp. Today it's the egg chair. You look <laughs> stunning, by the way. How are you enjoying? Oh, the thank you. I'm good. I'm good, Bobby. I think you've met my mum before, actually. Have I? Where? Um, I don't remember. Her name's Tonya Buxton. She's a cook, Greek cook. I feel like... I, I feel like I, you have, but I can't remember where. But I feel I think like Well, same to my love. <laughs> I will. I feel like I know her name for some reason. Maybe. Um, well, I think the how's life been since uh, since Love Island? Do you know, it's been it's been really lovely. Like, I've, Has I've it? So much fun since I've been back. Like I've been like a hundred miles an hour. Like I came straight back and I went straight to Pride. Like literally just dropped my suitcase because when I got dumped, I was like, "Wait, okay, what's the date?" London Pride Saturday. I said to the producer, "I was like, listen, it's bad enough. I've been dumped. At least send me home Saturday morning." So I go Pride with my mum and sister because we yes. always 
here. So just went there and I feel like I've just been non-stop ever since, just out and about and doing interviews. Stuff. It's, been, it's been really fun. I was actually marching in Pride this year for the first time ever. Oh my God, were you? I was with the How gay rowers. You? Gay rowers, if you saw them at any point, we were towards the end. Um, I did, but I had such a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's like the best. It's always the best day, right? But yeah, yeah. Literally, we've been like every year for years. And obviously, like COVID got in the way the last couple of years. So yeah, like it was so fun. I'm talking of when you left the villa, because I'm always intrigued. When they hand your phone over, I'm guessing the producer goes, right, there's your phone back after how long. When you turn it on... Talk to me. Social media, <laughs> WhatsApp, what's going on? Is it ding, 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 ding? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I had 1,200 WhatsApps. Like, it was like... <laughs> that gave me anxiety. You know when you see someone's <laughs> phone and they've got a 1,000 emails? I'm like, oh, how can you look at that every day on your screen? No, it was crazy. And you don't get your phone back till you're, like, at the airport, like, in Mallorca. Like, so for two days, you're in, like, a holding villa because, obviously, like, people don't know that you're out yet. Mm. So until that's uh, out, you can't be, like, seen in the airport or anything. So, and obviously, like, no phone, like, nothing. So it was a bit, like, like stressful when I first came out. So I was like, I just want to speak to my family. And you obviously can't until they let them know that you, you're out. Um, so what does the producer do? You get out of the car at Malaga Airport, there's your phone, there's your boarding pass, ta-da. Well, essentially, but you travel home with um, lovely Stu, the security guard, and also you have a chaperone, so, like, basically a babysitter that's making sure you don't, like, sneak on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even um, before the flight, you're not allowed to put anything out. Um, no, you can. Once you're at the airport, like, yeah. you're fine, because it would have been, it was shown the night before that we were out. Um, so that's all fine um, but yeah we had a lovely chaperone obviously I, I had Charlie as well because we left together so there was a little group of us Charlie and his chaperone and then my chaperone and, and lovely Stu <laughs> the security man and um, yeah it was it, it's just all very surreal how do you, how... crazy because I guess the airport is the first time when you, sw- you swap villas for a couple of days and you're in hiding it's not till you get to an airport and see the public that you get the reaction of can I have a selfie whatever yeah yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Are you loving it, though? Do you know what? I'm, I'm really grateful because everyone's been so lovely to me. Like, the, everyone who comes over is just like, we didn't want you to leave. So it's like, it's a really nice, as much as I was gutted to leave, I'm like, you know what? In a way, it's better to leave with people not wanting you to leave than, like, running your course and, like, people being sick and tired of <laughs> that's you. That's such a good point. Or you do something that's, like, a bit ill-judged and then everybody that, hates you when you come out. Yeah, that, yeah, I couldn't imagine, like, you know, so, like, that. you know, even seeing a few negative comments, it does make you feel a bit like, oh, whereas over, overall I've had like a really lovely positive like welcome home from everybody um but like oh my god speaking to people all weekend from pride to wireless everything I just fully lost my voice for days I'm just getting it back now (laughs) have you come across much trolling since having your phone back and being on social um I've had a little bit but not too much I know you worked on something to do with trolling right um, yeah, I remember I signed, I signed that petition, by the way. Oh, so bless you. Fingers crossed. That. I don't think we're that far away now. It took about four years, but fingers crossed, I think something's coming soon. But thank well, you for amazing signing thing it. Time. Well, if there's anything I can ever share or anything, then please send it my way, because I think it's amazing. Oh, um, but I've been, I've been lucky enough that like it's not been too bad. I got really badly trolled for my eyeliner one night from the show. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Which, to be honest, I, my island is normally on fleek. And the ironic thing is, like, I knew it was bad that night. And I even said to Gemma, I was like, Gemma, like, my island is, my island is really bad right now. Like, shall I redo it? And she was like, not going to lie, baby. It's a bit thick. But I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> I was like, no one's going to notice. I'll just, like, rock it. And, and I must have had some intense conversations that night. So everybody noticed. And Antigone's eyeliner was trending and everyone was dragging me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's worse things in life to be dragged for. At least the eyeliner I can wipe it off. <laughs> exactly, babe, exactly. How do you look back on your experience now? Yeah, it was so fun. Like, I genuinely had so much fun. It's such a cool experience. And it's like, mm. everyone's watched Love Island for years. I never thought it'd be something that I would do. But then when I d- realised I was going to do it and whatever, I was like, this is actually so fun. Like, walking into the villa, like, seeing it, like, living the life. I'm like, it's, I'm so, like grateful that I got to got to do it and you know it was just I've made some amazing friendships and yeah like I'm I only have like good memories overall so your ex is also previous contestant Jack Fairler no he's not my ex like I'm sorry I was gonna oh so, so what just uh like just, friend. date, just friends yeah did, did he give you any tips either way did he say this no, is what no, he, didn't, he didn't know that I was going on actually <laughs> Keep it all on the DL. Yeah, I literally didn't tell anybody to go on. It's just like my very close friends. Because you can't, you can run the risk of, of course, getting out of hand and then you won't end up on the, on well, the island. It, but... it did actually get around my area, but it was somebody in bloody ITV who told, like, my ex-boyfriend's family. Funny enough, <laughs> oh, it was actually <laughs> not the Jack you mentioned and like somebody <laughs> told, told them and like Greek North London Greek community it's like everyone starts talking so I, it actually did get leaked that I was going on but I didn't have my phone at that point I was in Mallorca like quarantining so I think it was late enough in the game that it wasn't a problem <laughs> and I always ask our guests especially guys that have come from reality TV what's the DM saying anyone you know we what? know do you know what? I've had a couple of interesting DMs. Oh. <laughs> the tea. I mean, I don't want to spill the tea until, like, you know, something actually interesting happens. But, you know, I, had to, I'm, I gave up my number a bit this weekend and I didn't find a man in the villa. But, you know, maybe I will now that I'm out. <laughs> Anyone with a blue tick that we might know? There might be, there might be a couple. In <laughs> 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 another time. <laughs> obsessed i mean this is the funny thing now because people that might would have never seen or heard of you before now like you know they're following you and they're interested in your life is that quite intense like do you know what like you know i'm a i'm a singer i'm a musician and i've been in the Mm. music industry and in that kind of like scene for the last few years anyway so it's not that like suddenly oh i'm going to these places and i'm meeting these people i i kind of was doing that anyway so i mean in a way that's kind of nice because it's not suddenly this like world that i'm going to get lost in i feel mm. like you know head's still very focused and i'm just going to focus on my music now and, and not get lost in all of that but i i am a bit of a party girl and i'm definitely going to you know enjoy it what's your ideal type if i could wave my magic wand Magic mod. Okay. Magic mod. Sorry, I've had dental work. <laughs> Just so you know, like, I don't. I don't normally lisp like this, but uh, I've, been den- I've been dentist. But you're very kind. You're very kind. But ideal man. Right. Do you know what? I like a guy who's tall because I'm like five seven and I like to wear really high heels. So I like a tall guy to make me look all like cute and petite. But genuinely, <laughs> like otherwise, I'm not really like. I don't have a specific type. I just like a guy that's like got charisma and confidence and, you know, is someone who's like quite like a 
strong like presence of a man because I'm like quite like loud and you know I have that like extroverted character so I need a guy that kind of can bounce with that can handle that someone who can have a laugh has got a bit of rhythm like do I mean I like a saucy guy <laughs> oh yeah Fair. Um, well, speak, <laughs> yeah. speaking of, we've, there's obviously been a, a bit of a, it's all been go, kicking off in the villa, isn't it, the last couple of days with um, uh, Adam coming back and Jack leaving. Like, what do you make of it all? Oh, it's just all crazy. I feel like that. Like this year has just been wild. Like even them sending like an ex Love Island and they've never done that before. So yeah, just- yeah. First time, right? <laughs> I'm really sad about Jack's leaving and I, and I hope that like, you know, that he's had quite a lot of trolling and stuff and, and it's really horrible to see. He's actually a really, really sweet, lovely boy. Mm. Um, but you only see the boy, boisterous kind of like laddie side, which hopefully people now that he's out will get to see this like softer side. And I hope that he's okay. Um, I'm kind of gutted because I think him and Paige really had a shot at winning. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see how the next few days play out. That the scene where all the girls suddenly realise that who it is that's come in, and they were like, "No, is that a lookalike?" Like, because like it's so it was it was like a shock because obviously that yeah, like you said, they've never done it before. Do you kind of, is it, does it kind of make you miss it when you see that? Yeah, when I see like them all just like chilling, having like because I was having so much fun, and like that was that was the saddest reason why I left because I was like, oh, like I wasn't really ready for my holiday to be over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, the real world. <laughs> it was nice to have like a detox with no phone and just be really present in something, and it's definitely made me want to be more conscious of like leaving my phone alone when I'm when mm. I'm at situations in life hit now but yeah like I miss it and, and I'm excited for them all to come back and like for us to have fun together but when I see it I'm like oh I miss that little sunday <laughs> would Adam have been a bit of you I mean maybe I mean maybe he's definitely good looking you yeah, train I was gonna say I ain't bad on the eye either. Let's <laughs> have it right. I, definitely easy to look at um but I'm not sure I don't actually know too much about him I know he was like a little bit of a troublemaker when he was on the show the first time, but from the, yesterday's episode, he seems like he's like mellowed a bit. Or so he just knows now what people think of him, so he's got to be more like sensible. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. like growing in soft, and he's going to cause all the drama in the next. Yeah, few which is what we're some- for, really, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. I read somewhere that Judge Rinder tried to set you up with Roman Kemp. When, <laughs> yeah. How, what? Tell us what's going on here. <laughs> Well, um, Rob is uh, like a very good family friend. He literally like, has comes around for Sunday sublagi, which is the Greek equivalent of a Sunday roast, uh, uh, you know, pretty much every week. And he's lovely. And like, yeah, I didn't even know he was going to do this. He came in one day and he was like, oh, Antigone, by the way, I um, I put in a good word with you for, with Roman Kemp. And I was like, okay, did I, did I ask you to do that? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's hilarious. And he just, yeah, just took it upon himself. I came out of like a really long relationship last year. I think he thought, right, let me get involved. Um, but no, I'm not, I'm not going on any dates with Roman Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> For shame, he's hot, you know what I mean? You know. He is, he's cute. <laughs> um, well, so what's next for you, Antigone? Now, I guess you're waiting until the show's over, there's going to be a big party, but what are you going to do after that? Well, music is my everything, you know. I'm an artist first, and, and that's, like, my priority. I've got a single coming out in September. Amazing. Called you Have Him. Um, you know, you can hear all my music now. It's already on Spotify and stuff, so you look up Antigone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just music. I'm hopefully going to be doing a couple of shows and shooting some videos. So, yeah, that's that's that's... All my plans are just music. Oh. Awesome. It's going to be an exciting year for you, babe. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Fingers crossed. Got to work my butt off now and, you know, make it happen. Totally, wow. totally. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Stephen. Really appreciate it. And um, for having looking you. forward to see what you do next. You're yeah. welcome.
Lovely to see you, hun. Send my love to your mum. I will, I will. I'll, I'll send you a message on Insta, a picture of her, and then you, you might remember. DM me, DM me. I will, I will. <laughs> Take care. Bye, babe. Thanks, bye. 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 <laughs> Isn't she beautiful? So beautiful. And now I can see you sitting in that egg chair as well. So I mean, that's what I need right now in this weather. <laughs> me hanging in an egg. Oh, yeah, true. Actually, so I don't know why I haven't been on my hammock. That's a really good point. I should be swinging around in my hammock, getting a, getting a bit get of breeze all around me. Yeah, yeah. let the wind blow. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, we've got a final guest um, now ready to come in. Uh, Liam from the new Netflix show, Snowflake Mountain. Let's get him in. <clears throat> Hello. Hello, you're right. Yeah, you. Now, really I have good. to make a disclaimer. I do not want to wear these, but my <laughs> AirPods are broke. And last time I did this on a Netflix thing, nobody can hear me. So, disclaimer, these are not my choice. Fine. Well, you look no fine, worries. babe, so nothing to worry about. The sound's a little bit <laughs> off, but I will deal with it. It's all right. Don't worry. So will the sound be better without them on? The sound yeah, like... let's try that. All right, we can, yeah. yeah. Let me try it on that. Okay, try now. Hello. Oh, Much that is better. better. Much better. Perfect. So you don't Perfect. even have to wear the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> that suits me. <laughs> I, I, I'm like a technology person. I didn't even know. <laughs> Who are you kidding, Bob? <laughs> How are you? Thank you for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm good, thanks. Apart from breaking my hand. I'm, oh. oh, no. How'd you do that? Well, um, I was drunk. Um, <laughs> the way all good breakages start, yeah. And there was these two like really hunky men on this like boxing machine, and like, I thought I was like really clever, and I was like, "Oh, let me have a go! Like I bet I'll beat you." And they were like, "Was you peacocking? You were trying to impress the hunks?" <laughs> yeah, peacocking, Daffo. Get me right to Ibiza at the end of the month. Punch <laughs> 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 it full blast, and it was a really good punch, but it just didn't stop. Like it carried on, and I punched the wall. Oh no! Uh, not great. But... What you done? What you <laughs> broken? What you yeah, broken? Yeah, it's broken. Like this bone in your thumb. Like I've cracked it, but <sighs> never mind. We live and we learn. Well, exactly. And, and the show that <laughs> exactly. you, you you you've just done, you definitely live and learn a lot. So you were, you were on the Netflix show Snowflake Mountain. Now, not everyone will have seen it. So explain it to to anyone that hasn't. Um, so basically, it's a show full of trauma. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, from what I've seen, it is kind of. But yeah, go on. Um, so basically, it's the premise of there's like 10, ten of us um, all across the globe. So there's actually two, only two Brits on it, which is me and another girl called Ray, who's from Kent. And it's eight Americans. And basically, we are just like live our life, like partying, spending money, having a good time. And basically, we applied to what we thought was called a show called living your best life and we thought it was going to be something like geordie shaw like where we can go like party like we were waiting on hand and foot like we can have all drinks all night like i thought i was going to like an all-inclusive resort and basically what had happened was this behind the scenes they'd like spoken with our family and our family were like yeah daffo they are spoiled they need to go to this wilderness retreat but i don't know about the park retreat um, and then we just ended up in the middle of the woods. So yeah. what was your reaction? Obviously, because in your head, do you think you're going to like a Georgie Shaw kind of show? 
Yeah. Did, did the penny drop quite quick? No, like, it, oh. it, it, it didn't. So when I got there, I was like, oh, maybe there's like a little venture before we find the villa. Maybe this is the exciting part. Like, <laughs> I love like twists and turns. Maybe this is going to be the best twist TV ever, has ever seen. And um, then they blew up our stuff. That was the next thing that happened. And I thought, well, shows like Love Island, they're sponsored by clothing brands. I thought, maybe they've got us a deal. Like, wow, we did. They're going to be clothing rails. And then um, the penny first dropped when I said, so, so where are we staying? And the hosts were like, over there. And I was like, where? And they were like, you see over there? And I was like, no, no I can't see. Like, I was expecting like a luxury like, mansion or like country house at least. And I was like, no, no, I can't see. And he was like, those white hurts. And I was like, no surely surely this is a joke um and then when we had a when we like had the tour of the camp I was just like I'm not gonna last like there is no way I have never taken Andrax toilet paper for granted before and I tell you what that stuff is like sandpaper I'm not even joking um but <laughs> so the penny dropped quite quickly and then the host came in and sort of like revealed the whole sort of thing and every, like, because we didn't have our phones and we didn't know what the time was. So every time I'd go to sleep, I'd be like, right, that's one day gone. That's one day gone. And I remember, remember on day four, I was laying in bed and I thought, God, it feels like I've been here for two weeks. Like, surely not. But then I thought, I don't want to be that scaredy cat that quits. Like, I'm not a quitter. Like, I'm so competitive. And I was like, I'm not dropping first. I mean, someone had already dropped an hour in. So I didn't have that to worry about. But I thought, I'm not dropping second. It isn't going to be me. Um, so I just took it day by day, really, and just tried to embrace the experience, which was a little different to what I thought we were going in. But, you know, we just had to soak it up. Like, at school, I was never, ever, like, D of E, like, Scouts. Like, that stuff made me cringe. Like, I was like, oh, you're going to Scouts. Like, I'm going to drink vodka in the park. Like, <laughs> like, I was not, like, a Scouts type of person. Like, and, like, then we went and I was, like, making fires and all sorts. I felt like a proper little Scout leader. <laughs> you actually felt like you came away having learned something from the show then? Do you know what? Definitely. Like, people always say to me, oh, did you learn anything? Like, you can be honest. And I genuinely did. Like, I am very, like, I'm that person when, like, and even if it wasn't the actual, like, format of the show, like, I'm the sort of person I'll always phone for advice. Like, you know, I'll always be like, oh, what do I do now? Or, like, this has happened. What should I do? And, you know, I never, like, I can stand on my own two feet, but I'm very reliant. Like, I'm, I'm very codependent. Obviously, in that, when you're filming any sort of TV show like that, you don't have your phone, you don't have the time, you don't have contact to the outside world. Like, you don't, you're not, you know, you can't speak to any of your normal friends and family. So I think it really learns, like, teaches you, should I say, to stand on your own two feet. And obviously, I've finished the show. I've moved away from home. I've got my dream job. Like, I'm really happy. And I do find that I have become a lot more independent. Um so yeah I think I learned a lot and even like the little things like making a fire like I would never make a fire like if I saw if someone said to me do you want to make a fire with me I'd like cringe block like no thanks <laughs> but like when you're put in that situation I was so competitive because everyone else was like they're not going to do it because I was put with Deandra and we were just like the two loudest people that didn't take anything really serious so they were like you're not going to do it you're not going to do it and that motivated me even more because I thought you watch Yara will and I lit I lit first uh we made it first so like even little things like that really like excited me things that I wouldn't genuinely like generally do on a day-to-day like or well, who does not yeah, many people yeah, <laughs> yeah who just goes sit in a field on a weekend and start a fire unless you're in a <laughs> 
Whatever. And I wouldn't know how you even start. I know on TV you always see up two, two stones or either they do something with two sticks. But really, our, like, let's have it right. Who sits there with two sticks making fires? Uh, it, and you know if you do in a field, it's questionable. It's just <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard work. Like, I was full on sweating and I thought, no wonder these scouts are always fit because, like... Yes, I can't do this. I could not do this for a living. After like the first 30 seconds, I was like, I've definitely lost two stone. I can't do any more. Where's the medic? <laughs> um, then I just kept going and going and going. And then finally, we lit the fire. I mean, it did only last for five seconds, but it was still lit. So I'm taking still it. Still fire. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm taking it. Now it's cool. to the final three. Yes, I did. Yeah. Congrats. How do you feel? I'm, I'm, I mean, it's really bittersweet, isn't it? Because obviously I wanted to win. Um, and I think when you get that close, it's mm-hmm. so hard. And people are like, you know, I speak to Ray about it. And she's like, but you didn't, you know, you, you know, you, you at least you got to the final. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but it's, I think it's even more like it's a bigger pill to swallow when you were in the final, like, because you were even closer to it. Um, I, but I mean, I'm, I'm really glad, like, I'm happy because... Me and Deandra, who won, of course, were so close. And if I didn't win, I wanted her to win, either her or Ray. So, I mean, I am really happy for her. And I think the experience and even just being on Netflix is priceless. Like, the opportunity in itself was great. And I went in without any sort of, like, knowing there was a prize. It wasn't like I was there for that. Um, It was just sort of an added bonus. And we kind of forgot, like, during the thing. Like, I can't say I was climbing up the tree thinking about the 50K. Like... I completely forgot about the money until, you know, right in the end. And we were like, oh, yeah, like, we are winning 50k. Um, So, I mean, it is a bit, like, you know, annoying. But then I am also happy for her. And, you know, I haven't lost anything. So, um, so it's good. But, obviously, I wish I would won 50k when I came in handy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but you said you got your dream job, right? So, yes. what, so what are you doing? What's, what's happened um, since? It's funny, actually, because it's like a full circle. So I work at In The Style, um, the fashion oh, yeah. and I am like on the marketing team now, but I'm on the collaborations team. So I work with influencers and celebrities to like create their own collections. So I like scout um, celebs, speak with their management, negotiate contracts. Um, so I'll sort of do it end to end. And it's really funny because like now I've been on like radio interviews with some of them and I'm like, hi, <laughs> but I filmed it. Like this show was filmed in June last year. So it's been right, this has been a long time. And I didn't start in the style till August. And it was really funny because I had to keep it a secret. And they'd always say, like, how come you're not on TV? Like, you'd be so good. And I was just like, mm, I'm just not sure it's my thing. Like, my <laughs> head, <laughs> like, I'm just not sure I could cope with that. Uh, <laughs> and then secretly I'd got this big massive show that I'd filmed. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love it. It's really fun. It's it's I'd say like it's one of those jobs where you don't feel like you're working. Um, mm. because it's you know you enjoy it so much like I'm always on shoots and you know we go abroad and shoot and it's and I feel like because they're like obviously people that go on tv usually have big personalities and so do I so I feel like we just get on because most of them are like reality tv stars or people that are in the limelight and we just have like a similar personality so I see them more as friends now um, but yeah I really really enjoy it and you know I didn't if it weren't the show it was the fact that I didn't want to be that one when the show comes out and it's like oh what's he doing now oh he's still doing what he was doing before I didn't want that sort of like label so I was like 
I'm going to do something and I want to prove everyone that's going to watch this show and be like, what a spoiled little brat that actually I can do my own things. And, and that was a really big motivator for me to get up here because I'm living in Manchester now and get that job because I just thought I want people to be like, wow, like he's really, you know, done well. Um, well, you should be really proud of yourself then because you did, you did manage to get the I final did. three. You, you didn't get the 50k, but you know what I mean? You I don't have to make a fire. So um, yeah, I've made a fire, twerked on top of a tree, and nearly died up the mountain. What more could you But if they did a celebrity version, so like celebrity snowflake mountain, who would you like to see cast on it? Who would be your dream celebs? Oh, I'm putting you in there, Bob. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have to teach me how to make the fire, Liam, before I go. <laughs> you know what, like. Oh, God, it's really difficult. I'd probably say someone like, oh, oh God, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of someone that's really like, pamper, like, but I'm trying not to say like any of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like, someone, you definitely can. I would say yeah. someone like Gemma, like Gemma Collins, because she's so like, fabulous and so like gorgeous and you know like pampered. i don't think she'd last five minutes no, i don't even think she'd been in the jungle so i'm trying to think of someone like that that like someone probably like someone out of like made in chelsea maybe like someone that's been in the limelight but had like a gorgeous time like they need to go through what i went through <laughs> <laughs> the trauma we didn't have any um you know cars taking us around or lunch on set it was <laughs> <laughs> I love it yeah I love it well Liam thank you so much for joining us this evening um, I'm actually I haven't watched the show yet but I am going to I've seen some clips um, so well, I'm getting excited well now I know he's won but I mean other than that <laughs> yeah but, do you know what when I first started doing interviews like when it first came out I was always like make sure you watch it and now I just assume like everyone in the world's watched it and I'm like this is who won this is what happened <laughs> Well, it sounds like a brilliant show. I'm looking forward to it. And, um, it's and on Netflix at the minute. I mean, I must say myself. <laughs> well, well um, um, yeah, cool. Thank you so much for joining us and, um, and best no of luck. Thank you for having me and I'll speak to you guys soon. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> yeah, Bob, let's get you up a mountain, up a tree, <laughs> making fires. I could never climb trees when I was little. I mean, no. I never really tried. Um, wasn't my thing, like, I, I remember this is the thing. I don't like heights. I do remember trying just out of intriguement, but could never do it. I couldn't get nah. the feet to, to go up it. So I don't think I'd be very good. And the fire thing, no idea. I'd sneak in a lighter. <laughs> I think they'd probably, as soon as they blew up all this stuff, I think they'd probably, they'd probably have that. So, I'd have it in the skinny jones. <laughs> yeah. I know they're out of fashion now, but I still have a skinny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know how long I'd last. But um who knows? Who knows? Well, um, <laughs> well, great show, um, and, and nice to be back um, nice after a little break. You. Lovely to be back. Um, what you got coming up this week, Bob? Anything exciting? Enjoying the sun as much as possible, babe, because probably by next week um, it could be a different season. To be fair, it's looking pretty miserable outside now. I'll give it that. Um, still, how about you? Not. Busy one? Um, no, not really, actually, which is quite nice because I've had a couple of very busy weeks. So just taking a chill and, um, and then I've got, I've got 
I'm going to Paris in a couple of weekends, so got that to look nice. forward to. Yeah, bit of gay parade, bit of gay Parisi Lady Gaga. Can't complain, eh? Love that. You don't get gayer than that. <laughs> you, don't. you absolutely <laughs> don't. Um, well, until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye, guys. <laughs>